In business and life, relationships are everything. Welcome to the People Catalyst Podcast, where we interview top business leaders and learn how they build relationships with their teams, clients, and those that promote and refer them. Here's your host, business trainer and leader of the People Catalyst team, Carla Nelson. And welcome to the People Catalyst Podcast, Jared Hamming. Hello, hello. How are you today, sir? All right, my friends. Wonderful day here in South Carolina. Woohoo! Well, this is so fun because I was born and raised in Charleston, South Carolina. Chucktown! <laughs> yes, Chucktown is famous for a lot of things, one of them being destination weddings. People will come from California to get married in Charleston. Uh, I don't blame them. It's gorgeous there. I've got to get back soon. And now I've got, it, it's kind of funny because in the last week I've talked to two people from Charleston, South Carolina, even though I have not been back since I was probably 12 or 13. And I've got to make it a point to do that. And actually, Alan Fadden, one of our co-founders, was just there a week and a half ago, too. So it's just me. I'm just the lacking Charleston, South Carolinian. <laughs> the last holdout. All right. Yes. And so we're so excited to have you on the podcast today, uh, Jared. And for all the listeners, Jared is an award-winning speaker. He's been featured on ABC uh, Nightline for his real estate investing. And he's what you've had, what, four TEDx talks yes. for your More. performance coaching. Too many gonna... TEDx talks. Too many. Yeah. Well, and I've got a TEDx talk. So does our co one of our co-founders. Uh, Alan Fadden, and you specialize in this noble nominated process that allows you to access your next breakthrough. I love that word breakthrough. It's fantastic. And there's really four different pillars of that that we're going to talk about today. Uh, and, it, and it's by learning to think at a higher level. So as a result of the process that we're going to talk about today, which is called um, a, a mind scan, then your clients normally double their income in the first year, you know, purposefully, right? Mm -hmm. And they work less hours as well. Yes. And I love this, Jared. Jared comes from, he's actually a classically trained musician, which I always say, you know, business is an art in a, in a science. It's like you, you have the artistry that you apply to some type of methodology. So um, he's a classically trained musician. He's a avid mountain biker and I, the best part, the world tickled champion in the five-year-old category. So welcome, Jared. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. All right. So uh, wh wh where excited. should we start? Well, I think sharing, you know, uh, there's really what we talked about in regards to MindScan. And I went through this process, guys. So this is super cool. And um, and it was in focusing on, you know, breakthroughs as, um, we talked about just a moment ago. And, and that's really where Jared's, uh, the light of the mind scan comes through. But I think we talk about the four different aspects of, you know, um, first let's start about how does breakthrough in business, you know, happen in your mind. Breakthrough in your business will first happen as a breakthrough in your thinking. You want to tweet that out? Yay. Here's what's going on. Whatever your situation is, whether you keep hitting the same obstacle, you don't have enough time, you don't have enough money, uh, you don't have the right people, you always end up with the wrong people, you can't get rid of the wrong people, whatever. 
you keep hitting the same obstacle. Maybe year after year, you keep making the same amount of money and you promise yourself, okay, next year is going to be different. I'm going to, I'm really going to go for it. Next year comes around. You ended up at the same spot. You say, no, no, do over. This doesn't count. Next year, I'm really, really going to apply myself. Next year rolls around. You still made the same amount of money. At some point, you got to acknowledge that trying harder isn't going to get you there. So here's what's going on. Wherever you're at, there's three truths. Number one, you're already doing everything you know to do to solve that problem, right? You're a hustler. You're working hard. You're not slacking. If there was something else you could be doing, you could be doing it, right? So go ahead, pat yourself on the back. Number two, everything that you're doing seems like a good idea. Seems like rational, logical, good idea. Yeah, of course it seems like a good idea. You're not an idiot. You wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't a good idea, right? Okay, so number three, your breakthrough will first sound like a bad idea. See, if it made sense to do, you'd already be doing it. And this is the situation we were in, go back to like five years old, six years old, whenever you were learning how to ride a bicycle and go back to that moment when they first took off the training wheels, you know, you remember what, how the weather was that day still and, and you're a little wobbly, you didn't have it yet. You put a foot down and kind of tentatively eking it out. You didn't want to crash because that sucks. I mean, that really hurts. We don't like crashing. And so you're just, you're just trying to give it a go and make a go of it. You didn't have it. You didn't have balance yet. And in that moment, your crazy aunt Jenny comes by with some advice and crazy aunt Jenny says, what you need to do. Go faster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's what she says. And your brain goes, now I know when they call her crazy aunt Jenny. That's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. If I can't balance going slow, that, that's just going to make it worse. That's just going to make it worse, crazy engine. Go away. That's right. hilarious. That's so exactly what the advice was, too. Go faster. I'm yeah, go death, faster, but go right? faster. <laughs> that's exactly how you gain your balance on a bicycle. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. So fast forward to that moment that you caught balance. You, you felt it inside. Maybe you accidentally went faster. Maybe your skills had worked their way up that you could control faster. Maybe your dad pushed you too hard. I don't know. Something. And now you're going faster and you feel balanced. Now I want you to notice what happened in your brain. In the moment that you felt balanced, you went, oh my gosh, now I know what they were talking about. But, but notice, this is an important distinction. Before you felt the difference, no amount of explanation made a difference. After you felt the difference, no amount of explanation was needed. And that's the importance of leveling up your business by starting by leveling up your thinking. The breakthrough there will first happen in how your brain makes sense of the world. Super cool. Okay, so Jared, can you also share a little bit about um, with the MindScan uh, assessment and with, you know, we have our own assessment, right? Yes. Uh, and yes. we love layering this assessment over with DISC, Myers-Briggs, if you guys have seen um, those podcasts. And MindScan is super fantastic as well. And really focused on not a personality assessment, which is what Myers-Briggs and DISC is. Uh, it's really about, you know, how do you um, enhance your natural gifts and abilities? So can you talk a little bit about how utilizing the assessment and uh, some coaching around that, that you can, you know, identify what your blind spots were? Yeah. Yeah, a, a couple things. And before I get into that, though, I want to commend you on something that I feel like you do very well. 
with the assessment that you are training people in, um, which is it's it's not entirely questionnaire based. Um, a, a lot of assessments, DISC, Myers Briggs, Colby, Strength Finders, Enneagram, whatever. Yeah, um, Idom, all. Oh my gosh, you just. I guess if you have an assessment, you know the other ones. But I've always yeah, been know. interested in them. Um, they tend to be questionnaire based. Um, and because it's questionnaire based, your subconscious is, is going to work gaming the system. Um, your subconscious mm. is, is like, Hmm, I think I know why they're asking me to do this. Hmm. I think I know what they're getting at with this one. And so your subconscious is like answering how it wants to be or how it's working towards or how it wants to be seen. Mm -hmm. And the problem is you, okay. So you get your test results back and, and it's information and that's really exciting. And you talk to your friends about it and you start Facebook groups and you start support groups for people that aren't like that. And the, all this information, Oh, ooh, ooh. but imagine if you went to the doctor and the doctor comes in to treat you with somebody else's test results. That's what it's like when you're making decisions based off of a questionnaire based assessment. You're not getting the real answer you're getting yeah. the answer that your subconscious was trying to game the system with. Which by the way, mind scan is totally, you just, I mean, and I've always said, there's no good, bad, right or wrong, right? You just want, it's what it is, right? And really with mind scan, all you're doing is putting things in order. I couldn't believe how short it was actually. <laughs> yeah. Which how much data and information came out the other side. <laughs> That that is surprising for people. So, like like you mentioned, it's not questionnaire based because of that. You can't game the system. Um, also, it it is very short for the amount of information the report produces. Um, and because of that, people normally uh, there's two things they say when they have their their breakthrough call where we go through their map. Um, one, they say, "Did I did I do that right? Did did I did I take it right?" Um, because it's such a different experience. Um, two, at the end of the call, they go, holy freak, how did you know that? Um, because they're, they're surprised. They're, they're surprised that it was like that. But um, okay, so blind spots, breakthroughs, um, sweet spots. Let's talk about that real quick. Um, it, in, in your car, whenever you, you back into something, um, you don't keep backing into it. You get out of the driver's seat and go look around. And the reason you do that is because you're physically changing your vantage point, And that's what allows you to see things you couldn't see before. So back to those uh, obstacles that we keep running into, don't have enough time, don't have enough money. It's not because you're not smart enough, not because you're not skilled enough or equipped enough. It's not. It's like the blind spot in your car. The only reason you would keep hitting that same resistance in life is because there's something about that situation your mind hasn't seen yet. Once we get the blind spot cleared up, then you're free to run. Now, when we go through people's breakthrough map, because the way it builds the graph of your thinking patterns, um, that graph is a fingerprint. It's as unique as you are. And it allows us to see exactly where that individual's blind spots are that explain for them personally why their friends are succeeding and running ahead, but they keep feeling stuck and hitting those same obstacles. We're able to see where those blind spots are. And that's always an interesting conversation because we're going through the, the, their breakthrough map and every now and we pause and we say, do you ever experience that? And they say, oh my gosh, yes, all the time. How did you know? Or we might pause and say, I would imagine that doing this is really not fun for you. They're like, yes, how did you know? I was talking to a uh, a lady one time, she worked as a, as a CPA 
And in her breakthrough map, that was actually where her blind spot was. Mm. Her brain had like no awareness of numbers and systems. None. Interesting. And and I was like, gosh, you know, I, I hate to say this, but I would imagine that at the end of your workday, it's not very fun, but you can't really explain why. And she's like, yeah, it's not. And now I understand why. <laughs> I love it. So I love how unique it can be to the individual, right? Very unique. Very, like, very, very. Like we went through it and I did the process. I was like, number one, am I really done? <laughs> like, did it just, was it that simple and that quick? And then also how it's just so unique to the individual on top of it. Very, very. When you take um, the, some of the other assessments um, and, and you get your information, one of the things that they tend to do is put you in a category. You're this, you're that. And I know I'm yeah. giving you a hard time right now, Carla. Um, oh, so no, no. We, there's always something to layer it over. Yeah, that's the cool thing about the hoodoo method is you, there's almost always a, um, um, you know, a, a, a secondary, you know, you know, and how to get work done. And so absolutely not. That's why I love man, mind scan so much because I think it's very unique to the individual and, and it's, um, you know, and you don't want to put people into, Oh, I've got to be in this category. It's like even disc or Myers-Briggs or strength finder. I mean, if you can actually remember all the, you know, that's the strength ah. there's 34 of them, right? It's like, it's hard enough to, I have to look myself up every time I, you know, identify, okay, this is what I am. Right. Can you imagine like, and that's the top five, even though they focus on the top 10. And it's like, if my top 10 and your top 10, do you realize how much brain space I just, you know, filled up trying to facilitate? And it's not that it's not great. It is. It's just the more simplistic that you can make it. And I love how it's simplistic and both very personal, right? That yes. in the mind scan. I think that's, I think it's really cool. Uh, you know, and can you, you share a little bit about, cause we've got to get to, uh, the breakthrough piece, but the background of creating this, uh, methodology and the assessment, you've got a really fun story about how you actually became a certified trainer in it. Yes. So before this came into my life, um, but, but this, uh, the Nobel nominated process was created in the fifties by Robert Hartman. Um, so back in the day they were doing this with slide rules. Uh, it took like an hour <laughs> to build out somebody's breakthrough map. It was no crazy. Kidding. Oh my labor. gosh, it would. Right. Yeah. Um, now we can do it on computers. It's so wonderful. Just made it so insanely faster, obviously, just like everything mm -hmm. else. Um, so I was a, a professional musician back in the day. Uh, something, uh, some people don't know about music is that when you're engaged in making music, whether you're clapping your hands to the radio or singing along in the shower or whatever it is, whenever you're in that process of making music, you're using more different parts of your brain than any other activity in life. Um, and this is an extreme difference. Um, and this contrasts with other areas of things that we do with our, our brain works. For example, um, in athletics, if the higher your body is performing um, in an athletic endeavor, the less of your brain it's using. 
Um, and one of the theories that we think that's going on is because your, your body can't afford to send extra glucose to the brain. It needs that glucose for the muscles. Um, and so it's making that choice. So the higher you're performing as an athlete, your brain kind of quiets down and enters into this meditative state so it can get more energy to the muscles. Music is the opposite. Your brain kind of explodes like a fireworks show as it's juggling and making all these new connections and all this stuff. Now, that doesn't mean that music is better than, than athletic behavior. That doesn't mean that at all. I mean, for crying out loud, we know that yeah. if you want brain health, you absolutely must exercise. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we know that. So that's not what I'm saying. Don't, don't, don't misunderstand me. But it brings up a good point. Like, what if you could access different parts of your brain on demand? What if you could learn to think at a higher level on purpose? Um, and this, this higher level business is very, very important. You know how like if you're in a, uh, a corn maze, um, you get to the end of the row, you're not sure if you should go left or right. But if I put you on a ladder, now you see the whole maze and it's no mystery. And yeah. that's the power of thinking at a higher level about solving these problems in your business. Yeah, it, it, and that makes so much sense. And so, I mean, we always hear, you know, Dan Sullivan, when working harder and working longer no longer works, you know, you have to shift gears, right? And so, and if we had already known, and it was funny when we were talking, I, I wrote a lot of notes down. And one of the things I wrote is, if you already knew what your breakthrough was, you would already be doing it. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> So it's like, and that's the whole thing is you can't, you know, when you're in the bottle, you can't see into it because you're in the bottle. So that was one of the interesting things like is, okay, what is that next thing that you're going to focus on based off of your current vantage point? And I think that's kind of unique to MindScan. It's almost like, you know, if, if you're a shaker in our methodology, it's based off 110 years marketing research, right? Law of diffusion of innovations. It's really kind of challenging to shift your gears and to be something else, right? A later adopter. You're not going to be a later adopter. With MindScan, I felt like it was, okay, this is where I'm at right now, which I think is kind of unique because... You know, if you look at DISC or Myers-Briggs or StrengthsFinder, you're probably going, or Colby or any of the Enneagram, um, you're going to kind of stay the same. Like, I felt like MindScan was like, where are you at right now? Mm -hmm. Which was actually, you know, unique. And it's not a personality test. And not that personality tests are good, bad, right, or wrong. They're, they can be fantastic when applied appropriately. Right. Um, so can you share a little bit about, you know, MindScan not being a personality test, right? And, and how yes. it's unique and different. Yes, yes, yes. So, okay, uh, we, are, we already talked about um, questionnaire based and how that's a danger of being treated with the wrong person's results. Um, now we get into personality population comparison. Um, when you get that new label, hey, you're a this, you're a that, you're a rabbit, you're a tree, whatever it is. Um, then along with that comes the affirmation, um, 25% of the population has this trait or 30% of the population has this trait. And so it's very affirming to you. And now you want, now you understand why things go right in your life or things go wrong in your life or whatever it is. Well, imagine going to the doctor and the doctor says, okay, you have this condition and we have a 60% success rate with it. 
Okay, he's just giving you information and you might go talk to that with your friends and family. Hey, I have this condition and my doctor has a 60% success rate with it. Um, I wanna suggest that that is not helpful information. Helpful information would be if the doctor could tell you what side of that 60% line you were on because then we would know exactly what to do to get your next breakthrough. And that's what makes the mind scan different. It is a fingerprint of that individual's thinking patterns. Because of that, we know exactly where they need to go tomorrow to start to level up and grow and get that breakthrough coming through. Sweet. Love it. And then can you share a little bit? I'll take you back because I pulled you out and then <laughs> you didn't get a chance to answer the question in regards to um, the, your sweet spots. So you talked about the blind spots, but I love this because this is very common you know, with our methodology is people staying in, do what you do best, like hold them in their magnificence versus their smallness. And, you know, mind scan helps with that in regards to, okay, what are you super good at? What is your sweet spot? And ha let, let's focus on keeping you there versus, you know, what you're, what you're not good at. Yes. Yes. Okay. Breakthroughs, blind spots and breakthroughs, blind spots tend to happen when we overvalue something, breakthroughs tend to happen when we were undervaluing something. Um, that doesn't mean that we should start overvaluing it. Uh, I must explain a little bit about the difference. It just means that we need to start thinking at a higher level about solving that problem. So when we overvalue something, um, we overvalue how other people feel. We overvalue the role of structure and planning and policy. We overvalue how we feel about doing the work. Um, that tends to trip us up. So if you're going on a walk through the woods and you have a map of the trail and you, this map is, it's a map of the trail. It's very accurate, right? But if you hold that map on the end of your nose and you say, this is the only thing I'm going to look at while I'm going through this walk, you're going to hit a lot of trees. So you're, you're overvaluing a tool. Um, on the other hand, if you just put the map in your pocket, no matter how perfect the map is, you're going to get lost. You're undervaluing that tool. One of the biggest breakthroughs that we see when people double, their, triple their income, um, had a guy come in, he's making 400000 a year as a financial planner, um, goes through this process, is, we finds out that he wasn't nearly as clear as he thought he was on his true zone of genius, his true sweet spot. We take him through some mindset push-ups so he gets clear on that. And, and then he begins to restructure his day so he's honoring the thing he does the best. That took him from 400000 to $1.2 million. It seems like not that big of a deal to get clear on your sweet spot or to start to leverage your sweet spot. Um, but for many, many people, it is night and day difference for their business. So breakthrough. Yeah, I love that because honestly, that's where I see the biggest connection between our methodology and the mind scan as well as you do what you do best. Focus on your peak work, not your weak work. Let everybody else do what they do best, which is not what you do best. And I think that is like a serious and you know, 300 to 800% faster, but you're happier too. That's the coolest part about working in your sweet spot right? Is the mm -hmm. fact that you're happier and we spend more time at work than we spend doing anything else. <laughs> so if you're at work, let's be at our sweet spot, right? 
Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that there's a really so a lot of genius. And, and I like how um, specifying it is when you undervalue something and you know why we undervalue it, Jared, because it's easy for us. When something is easy for us, we go, yeah, well, come on. It's you know, not that big of a deal. Like when we went through MindScan and you, and you did mine, uh, one of the pieces was uh, in our team, our internal team, my nickname is the human barometer. <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> oh, well, hello. It was like, just came out that, wow, I'm, you know, I can identify people and, and see who they are very easily. But for me, it's like, you know, it's like breathing. It's not, mm-hmm. I don't look at that as a gift because it's just so easy. Right. And I think a lot of people do that. Whereas if something is like super easy for us, we undervalue not only the gift that it is, but the application of it. And we might not lean into it simply because it's so easy for us. So why can't everybody do it? Mm -hmm. And I think that's super cool about it. I think that's that's really unique and identifying like that sweet spot and what you're good at and you know allowing yourself to build uh teams around all the stuff that you're not good at so why would you even touch it if you could be super fantastic at the part that you're great at like why are we trying to you know uh, apply ourselves in things that we're not good at it just oh can can I talk about that you got it like like what causes that yeah okay so the, the the statement was, if we're really good at this, why are we doing that? Why don't we just keep doing this and let other people do that? Mm-hmm. Um, for as, as we, so the mind scan, there's no perfect mind scan. All, all it is, is if this isn't working for you, here's another way you could solve those problems. Um, and, and there's not like a perfect score or anything like that. Um, but as it reveals the way your brain solves problems, some people solve problems by connecting with others. When there's more on their to-do list and they get stressed, they're like, oh man, I, I got to reach out to these people. Other people solve problems by taking action. There's more on their to-do list and they're stressed. They're like, oh, I got to work harder and faster. And some people solve problems by planning. Oh man, there's more here than I have time to get done. I need to spend more time planning. Well, that question, the thing that you brought up earlier is why don't we just do what we do the best and let other people do the others? Well, this happens a lot, especially with leaders, especially with entrepreneurs, small business owners, is they solve problems by taking action, kind of dance with the one who brung you. They take a you got me here, so I'm going to keep taking action. Well, what happens is um, their brain looks for things to do. So we say, do you ever have more on your to-do list? And I don't know if you can relate to this, but do you ever have more on your to-do list than you have time to get done? And they're like, yeah, all the time. <laughs> And then we say, well, do you try working harder and faster to fix that? Yeah, yeah, I, I do, of course. I mean, that only makes sense. I said, okay, well, at the end of the day, does it feel like your to-do list is just as long as it was in the morning and you didn't really move the ball forward? They're like, God, I know, it's so exasperating, right? That's because their brain solves problems by doing. So it gets that mm-hmm. reward. It gets that like dopamine hit. Ooh, I checked something off. Something off. Do and you know, Jared, it works that way because if you did something and it wasn't on your list, you put it on the list and then you cross it off, right? <laughs> yes, they get that hit. Ooh, I checked something off. Okay. <laughs> if you're taking notes, you want to write this down. Number one, if I'm doing the work, my business is falling behind. We're going to look at that here in a little bit. Number two, Checking things off your list lowers your income. Mm -hmm. Look at your to-do list. 
Uh, if you're driving, pull over. If you're at your desk, pull it out. If you've got it memorized, and I bet you do, because you probably have the same things on there every day, like you kind of know what's on your to-do list, just notice those tasks. Is there anything on your to-do list that could not be delegated to somebody for 10 to $15 an hour if they had the right system on how to do it? Oh, that you are so speaking to me right now because that is exact, that's how everyone should look at their to-do list, right? Is you look at it and go, gosh, what can I move over? What can I have somebody else do? And it's gonna do it, by the way, better than you. Most of the time, yes, especially yes. if you're the owner, founder, right, leader in that organization, somebody's going to do it better than you. You just have to get to that point of making it a repeatable process, right, mm -hmm. so that it's done in, you know, the fashion that is necessary. But oh, I love that. That's super, yeah. super and fantastic. That, that's the leader's job. Leader's yeah. job is to build systems and build people. If you have leaders in your organization and they're not effective. Now, if I pulled up their mind scan, I'd be able to tell you why, but just shooting from the hip, I'm going to bet it's one of two things. They're not able to build people. They don't understand emotional bank deposits. They don't understand high value relationships. They don't understand right people for right task, or they're not able to build systems. They don't understand planning. They don't understand process and procedure. Odds are they're the kind of person that takes pride in getting things done. Now, remember, if you're checking things off your to-do list, you're taking pride in paying yourself $10 or $15 an hour tasks. Yeah. The leader's job is to build systems and people, people to do those things. Absolutely fantastic. So you guys can go to uh, um, uh, Jared's email, or actually it's your website, uh, mindsetcall.co, not .com, mindsetcall.co. And you can check it out and uh, check out the mind scan. And uh, Jared, if you want to give a little bit of background about what they'll experience there when they go to the website. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, golly, the mind scan. I, I, I'm telling you, 30% of the people that go through this experience are in tears because they find it so emotionally meaningful. Um, it's ridiculous. Any which way, when you hop there, that takes you to a secret page on my website. And uh, we just fill out a short application. Want to be sure it's a good fit for you. So I'm not wasting your time getting you information that isn't going to be helpful. Um, at the end of that, we'll respond to you. We'll get you a time on the calendar. And it's a two-step process. Uh, you got to take the mind scan itself. That'll take about 15 minutes. You can do that at any time. Don't care when. And then the second step, we're going to get the time on the calendar so that you and me can go through your breakthrough map. This is the thing that Carla experienced. We spent an hour going through a breakthrough map and talking about yeah, all the opportunities. Yeah, it was super fantastic. And, <laughs> it was awesome. Yes, we're going to do that. So two steps, mindsetcall.co. And then after that, take your breakthrough map. So Jared, thank you so much for being on the People Catalyst podcast. And until then, we will see you later, my friend. Woohoo! Thank you for listening to the People Catalyst podcast. And remember... It's a good life.